Hello and welcome to the Kick in the Creatives podcast, hosted by myself, Sandra Busby, and my fellow creative, Tara Roskell, offering you interviews, inspiration, motivation, and a gentle prod in the right direction. And for lots more information, challenges, and other useful tools to help you get creating, you can go to www.kickinthecreatives.com. And of course, this is where you can also find today's show notes. Enjoy the show. Welcome to today's episode where we'll be looking at all sorts of creative ways to cope with the isolation following the coronavirus outbreak. But before we get onto that, we want to thank everybody who's been sharing their work with us on social media. And ordinarily, this is where I would mention some of the work that's caught my eye. And there is so much I could mention. I was having a look through yesterday uh, for obvious reasons. I haven't been able to go on quite so much recently because of various things going on here but um I was having a good old look and you know what there's some beautiful stuff some absolutely gorgeous work coming on the the feed which is really nice to see but actually today what I want to mention is all of the positive responses that we've been having on our daily post in the group which basically asks what are you grateful for today and this is our effort, really, just to get people to think about some of the positive things while, you know, there is so much negativity around. So I've been having a look through those comments um, and, you know, thanks for everyone who's been responding because I think that that's just so important at a time like this, don't you? And I think what's nice is that if you see somebody else's comment, it makes you think about things as well that you yeah. perhaps weren't considering. Mm. Maybe things you took for granted before. Yeah, where, whereas, exactly. I mean, you know, at the moment we were saying actually the other day, Tara, you and I, weren't we, about how much you, you take things for granted, you know, like toilet roll, for instance, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's just stuff you don't even think about. And then suddenly it's like, oh. <laughs> you know what, right? We've got this toilet roll at the moment in our, in our bathroom. It's probably too much information, right? And, and it's like, it feels like sandpaper. And like, <laughs> morning, I didn't know. And I was thinking, normally I would complain about this, but feeling like sandpaper is quite a luxury at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody posted on Facebook the other day. It was so funny. They put a post, I think it said something like, January the 1st, this is going to be my year. And then it said, March the 25th, wiping my bum with a pot noodle lid. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought, God, that's just so funny. Yeah. But it just goes to show how, how things can change and we really need to sort of appreciate the little things a bit more, which this is teaching us, if nothing else. Well, and actually, you, I, I just want to say as well that you've, uh, I don't know if everybody's seen it yet, but you set up this little character on Instagram called Felicity Fizz. And yeah. you're very much um, doing the, uh, trying to make jokes out of things. Because that's, it's not... We're not saying this isn't serious, but it's like the only way sometimes you can get through something is trying to have a bit of a sense of humour, isn't it? I think, I think especially, especially the British. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, I don't know what sometimes what the Americans must think of us, but I think it seems to be our coping mechanism and, and it could come across as we're not taking things seriously, but actually it's just how we how we deal with things isn't it we just kind of try and find some sort of light in the darkness sort of thing yeah. yes I'm definitely using Felicity as a bit of an outlet for that yeah. <laughs> I mean the other day I did a, um, a drawing because she's I decided look you know if I'm going to do this character she's going to be going through isolation with the rest of us you know and uh and the other day I did a 
uh, I drew a picture of her sitting on the loo with no toilet roll, that kind of thing. And uh, it's been really fun, actually. It really has. And it's kind of kept me, you know, every time I do that, I think it makes me smile when, when somebody else says, because I've had a few messages actually saying, oh, God, it's such um, a nice light relief amongst all of the, the negative stuff. And I think, oh, well, if it's doing that for someone else, I'm, that makes me happy, you know. <laughs> yeah. So what, what is it's Felicity Fears, at Felicity Fears, isn't it, Instagram? Oh, yeah, she's just on Instagram. She's at Felicity Fears. So, um, yeah, Felicity and Fears because she does love a glass of Prosecco or four or five. Yeah. Bottles. <laughs> She's quite often naked as well, I should warn you. <laughs> so, Tara, what about you? What's caught your eye? Well, I've actually been looking at the stuff in the group, and what I've really liked is some of the nature photos because, of course, now we're not allowed out so much, you know, apart from this one walk a day. And I don't know if everybody's even allowed to do that. But, like, Judy Bellini has been posting some absolutely beautiful photos. She had a bee on some flowers. I mean, that's mm. the sort of thing you could even photograph in your garden. Yeah. Uh, and then she's taken a really beautiful photograph of a lake. And Leanne Bullard, she's been posting some absolutely amazing photos as well little mini mushroom and this tiny spider now i don't like spiders but for a spider it was sort of cute no (laughs) (laughs) i saw it i've seen a lot of her her photographs i think they're kind of like macro shots aren't they on her iphone actually and oh god i had no idea you could take such amazing photographs with an iphone yeah and then then there's a couple couple more like Oh, sorry, my printer's just started going. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not printing anything. Can you hear that? No. Oh, God. <laughs> don't worry, we can keep okay. that in. <laughs> okay. And then we've got um, Belinda Lamore. I've been loving her amazing quick sketches. Oh, God, I haven't yes. seen any quick sketches like it. Fantastic. And then also one more, which is Art by Jackie P. Mm. And she's been doing these really amazing five-minute sketches. They're just using like a fine liner and water. And they look, I don't know if they're Italy, a lot of them, but they're, they, you know, they look like foreign places. And mm. They're just really lovely. Yeah. Um, oh, a quick thank you as well to our latest Kofi supporters. Uh, that is Adrian, Belinda Lamore, and our regular supporter, Marsha Furman. I hope I haven't forgot anybody because I was trying to look who we thanked already. So if I have, I do apologise and thank you very much. And I do think as well, just to add to that, that people who, I mean, Adrian, she supported us, um, I think it was only a week ago when this had all just started. And um, I did think to myself, wow, you know, to to do that at this time. And she just sort of mentioned she really appreciates what we're doing at the moment. It's sort of keeping her sane or I think it was something like that. And I thought to support us at a time like this, it means so much. It really does because it's really helping, really is. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. Yeah. And uh, so what is new with you? Where have you been? Where have all these exciting places? Oh, you- <laughs> I've got so much to tell you. You know, the other day I went into my lounge yeah. and I also that day I went into my bedroom as well. Oh. <laughs> and um, also I did go in the garden because Lovely. I'll tell you what is new. And we were yeah. just saying this, weren't we, before we started this. Um, obviously, for those of us in the UK, we have literally had what it must be three months of solid rain floods I mean you name it I mean my garden I was wrestling alligators to the ground just to get you know out with the dog it was that bad and that literally went on for about three months didn't Tara it was a nightmare and I did say to you didn't I earlier I said god can you imagine if this isolation happened three months ago it would have been absolutely horrendous but on the bright side uh, it's kind of this isolation has tied in with the sun just suddenly 
you know, blinging out and it's like, oh, blue sky and a big golden thing in the sky. It's lovely. So at least um, we are allowed to go out for once a day. Um, just everybody's allowed to do that once a day, um, as long as you stay away from other people and sort of veer around them and stuff. So I've been going down the woods as I normally would, and it's lovely because it's really dry. Well, I say really dry compared to what it was. I'm not snorkeling through it anymore. I'm kind of wading, but it's still a lot drier than it was. So that's really, really lovely. But it's, I was thinking earlier how dramatically things can change in, you know, such a short period of time. But, um, you know, so in, in answer to your question, what's new? I guess I could say just about everything is new. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's the same, but art related things. Um, well, I, I finished my painting. Um, And I was so excited about finishing that painting, but quite honestly, it just seems like a lifetime ago now. Um, But I did start working up some of the illustrations for our children's book that we wrote together. So I've been doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought I'd do three or uh, I'll do say maybe four or five, and then show you, and then you might say, actually, I'm not keen. (laughs) And then I can rethink what I'm doing, you know, and just because I was thinking, do I do that kind of, um, you know, like uh david williams books is it quentin quentin blake uh, someone like, like an illustrator like that just kind of does the pen drawings the scribbly pen drawings i was thinking yeah. oh, do i do that i thought that's really not really me naturally um and i suppose you could say it's sort of a cross between that and like a normal you know not uh, perhaps more of a finished drawing but it's much more Quentin Blake than finished drawing but yeah. that said the other way i might do it otherwise is like really nice little pencil drawings, but more um, softer. And I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just going to wait to see what you think, and then I'm going to go from there. But I'm glad I'm actually getting onto it because I've been thinking for ages. We're never going to publish this book unless we get these illustrations together. So that's that's going to be a priority, especially as I'm going to have a bit more time in the last, next couple of months. Um, is um Floss isn't going to have floppy boobs, is she? Like no, um, she's not going to have. She's got knobbly knees, right? <laughs> but she's too young to have boobs. <laughs> she's not oh, even no, going through puberty no. yet. Well, she's working, isn't she? She's a working oh, fairy, yeah. so yeah, she's oh, got to be at least sixteen, surely. Well, she looks like a very young sixteen. Right. Okay. <laughs> no boobies. <No. laughs> my, my priority really now is also going to be to start a new painting, um, but I haven't actually kind of decided what's going to be quite honestly I normally have a painting in my head before I even finish you know the one I'm on but I suppose because of everything everything's been going on you've got so much going on in your head you you kind of don't don't know but maybe yeah, it's still no like still life of a toilet roll or something <laughs> <laughs> how about you then what about what about you what's new where have you been oh, well I've been to the kitchen and the dining room well it's all in one actually so you know open spaces and all that mm. um but um what else has been happening so i've got now for people who don't know when we did a podcast we put we both go in and put bullet points down and then sandra organizes them so i'm going to read out the next bit that sandra said i should say which is <laughs> about the devastating effect it has had on having to cancel our sketching trip to london as it will now be longer before i see my bff sandra how will i cope <laughs> What, you mean that's not true? <laughs> no, it's not true. You're not devastated. No. No, I am actually devastated. No. Because you're I not am... going to see me. 
No, because I don't get to draw people, do I? <laughs> well, it was funny because no. if we'd have gone to our sketch, well, actually, we, we cancelled it a couple of days before, didn't we? Yeah, because we, we thought, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea because we weren't on isolation, but obviously we'd sort of heard London was the place probably not to go. Yeah. So we cancelled that and actually it was that very day it was announced that no one was allowed to go out wasn't it I think no 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 it wasn't well you were still allowed to move but you were it was advised not to unless you could at that point but I think we were both worried as well because you know because our parents are both they're over 70s aren't they yeah Yeah. yours are aren't they yeah yeah and so you don't also want to risk then you know passing that on do you no no either well, actually, so, as it happened, everyone in London was told to stay in. So we we realised that even if we had gone, we no wouldn't people. have been. There would have been no people to sketch. No. You know what that would have meant? We'd have had oh, to buildings. Draw buildings. Oh no, oh. thank you. <laughs> so what else have we been doing? So well, I put up a blog post, didn't I, with a, a load of ideas that we put together of free creative things to do while you're in isolation. So this includes things like free courses you can take, online exhibitions, free art books, online drawing games, and there's loads of other ideas on there. So if you just go on to kickingthecreatives.com, hit the blog button. At the moment, it's the top post on there. But if it's not, obviously just scroll down a bit and you'll find that or just just give it a quick search. I've Um, got to say, Tara, because I mean, I did, obviously we both put ideas down, but the way you've put that post together, because you did that and um i look i was i've looked at it and i have not yet seen another resource like that because i mean every there's so many people so many creative people being so generous and offering you know free this free that but nowhere is there somewhere where you know everything is kind of listed on one page that we could possibly find so you don't even have to find it on the internet you can go to that blog post it's kind of all there and I I have to say I'm not going to take any credit for that because (laughs) um I I, yes of course I offered the ideas but you the way you've put that together is absolutely brilliant so hats off to you oh thanks my bff What we're going to do as well, though. Finally, she admits it. (laughs) We're going to keep on updating that post. So if you've got any more suggestions, if you see anything else that's going on that's not already on that post, please just drop us an email, howdy at kickingthecreatives.com or let us know on social media that you found something. We'll happily add that to the post, you know, as and when we can. We'll we'll keep looking. Um, And also, I've been doing my Find Your Art Style experiment still. Um, I must admit, I've had a few blips because of, like you say, your mind's full of other stuff. But I I have to say, like yesterday, I really didn't want to do it. You know when you just feel a bit bleh, you know? Yeah. Your mind's all all over the shop. Mm. And I thought... I was going to do it. I think I texted you, didn't I? I said, I'm just going to do a five-minute drawing. I'm not, I'm not doing it today. And then I thought, oh, let's just start. Maybe I'll do a black and white, but I'll do in a similar style. And I started drawing it in pencil. And I thought, do you know what? I think that, that might work. And so I did the full thing in colour. Yeah. And it did make me feel so much better. So if you're feeling down and you're thinking, do you know what? I can't be bothered. I can't honestly pick up a pencil even if you do just start off and you're going to do five minutes because it will take your mind off it even if just a little bit for you know for a little while yeah I mean I'm finding that with um with the character that I've been doing you know it's 
I'm drawing every day. Sometimes, actually, most days she's posting on Instagram twice a day. It's only the last couple, maybe a couple of times during last week that she posted once, um, just because of things I'm having to sort out at work as well. So, but it's actually she's not taxing at all. She's just a bit fun. Uh, it's almost like a doodle, really, <laughs> coloured in sort of thing, and she she's easy peasy, really. So that's a way of getting feeling creative, scratching the creative itch and not feeling that you're not doing something. So yeah, if you do feel like that, just do something, however small. I actually did something. I don't know if you saw me post the other day. I did something in my sketch the other day. It was was at the weekend and I was feeling a bit, you know, stressed, I guess you'd say the word is. And I just got a load of magazines. It might have been before the weekend. A load of magazines out. And I thought, I'm going to cut bits out of here, stuck them down and made it into a silly little character and wrote a stupid slogan on it. And just doing something completely frivolous. It wasn't something nobody's going to say, what a brilliant piece of art. It was just, it was almost to make myself laugh, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That's stupid, but yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. I think it's important really as well just to just to start something because yeah. if you start something. But also, you know, what you were saying a minute ago is that you, you're sort of slacking a bit every now and then by doing a little five-minute drawing. You have not done that without having already found your style though because last time we made that video um, to talk about your week, you actually finally said, I think I found my style. This is obviously before the whole isolation period kicked in yeah so you were on a real high and and actually after that you did text me a couple of times didn't you and said I don't feel like I need to I I, I want this to end now because I'm ready for it to end yeah I suppose you're ready for it to end because you've already reached your goalpost and now it's time to just have fun with it so you know it's not the end of the world if you don't do the whole 60 days if you happen to have found your style before then then you've done it you've completed it haven't you I have but you know it finishes in Less yeah. than a week. Yeah, so you might as well carry on. Exactly, sort of. Yeah. yeah, and we'll talk about that in our video, won't we, yeah. anyway? But yeah. um, but we decided to do this episode, obviously, following this recent virus outbreak and the fact that many of us are now facing an enforced period of isolation. And it's quite funny, really, because, ironically, the the podcast episode we had in line for this week was um, how to deal with overwhelm, wasn't it? <laughs> but, but not in the overwhelm in the sense of being stressed about this. It was no. being, the overwhelm of trying to fit art in between work, wasn't it? Yeah, and everything else. And it's yeah. kind of like, well, no, now nobody's got anything to do. It doesn't seem really yeah. appropriate. So we thought, actually, this one's more important. We need to help yeah. people through that um, that isolation rather than, you know, <laughs> tell them yeah. how to chill out. So, it, <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's difficult enough, isn't it, to cope with such a huge volume of negativity from the news, you know, social media, um even the people we we do talk to are often just saying the same things because nobody's got anything else to talk about at the moment um why would they have uh, and the worry is that there's this danger that people could kind kind of become really down and once that happens you know it's really hard to pick yourself up again and i've always said you know what is equally as contagious as this virus um and probably having a lot longer term effects on those, you know, just get it and, and recover is is depression. That's really contagious because if you're around someone or you talk to a lot of people who are down, you know, you can become down as well. Um, so we we need to find 
ways to help people cope and possibly even make the isolation period have a positive effect rather than only a negative one. I mean, I know personally, I actually don't cope very well with with negativity. Um, I don't even watch the news unless I know it's something I really have to. And uh, Tara, you've often commented, haven't you, on how annoyingly positive I am. <laughs> yeah, really annoying. Uh, yeah. And, and actually, that's how I feel sometimes about my husband. So you can only imagine how positive he is. <laughs> <laughs> but again, positivity can be catching, can't it? So I think maybe I've caught it from Paul. He's a very, very positive person. Um, but I think, as I was saying earlier, well, that's, that's my own coping me- mechanism. You know, if there's a silver lining to be found, then I will do my best to find it. And that's what we're focusing on, I think, today in today's episode. Yeah. So you might be thinking, what on earth can be positive about being isolated for three months? Well, I can tell you one thing. If you go for a walk with a dog... And you know those annoying people that used to, have to want to stop and having a chat? You don't, <laughs> you don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> oh, that's so funny because I always stop and chat to people. And actually, I saw somebody yesterday. We did have a stop. We did stop and chat, but we were standing well apart. You know, you're supposed to yeah. stand at least two meters apart. <laughs> we were doing that, but we did chat. Yeah, I, mean, I do that as well. We across do, the road know, with friends, you yeah. know. But we didn't chat about much because there was a lot to talk about. <laughs> but, but really, being serious, what if instead of focusing on the negative aspects of having to, you know, isolate all on your own or you're just with your family, we try looking at the positive side and, you know, lift our spirits. So what if we use that time that we've now all got on our hands to do something? Well, not all, because obviously some people are working hard, but there could yeah. be something we've always wanted to do. And we've always put it off because we haven't got the time. So now could be the time to actually do that thing. So everybody must have heard the phrase come from someone, I've always wanted to write a book or I've always wanted to learn to draw. Well, now could be that opportunity to actually, you know, to make time where you don't even need to make time to actually do it. Mm. And so what if that isolation period is actually a time where people could change their lives for the better? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's widely known, isn't it, that having some kind of creative outlet is really good for our mental health, unlike isolation, which obviously has the complete opposite effect altogether. So, you know, creativity could be just the thing to kind of counterbalance that negative effect. And I think what's been the most interesting thing to us, or certainly me, since we launched launched Kicking the Creators, is, is the number of messages and emails we've received from people that have got mental health issues. And that's things like depression, dementia, addiction, um, loneliness, and even grief. So we've received some often really moving messages from people telling us how much Kicking the Creators has helped them to overcome some of their issues, or at least uh, you know, help them through it and and giving them a means to cope with them. And I think sometimes that could be to do with the meditative, I can never say this word, meditative, meditative (laughs) effect of, you know, focusing on something creative, such as drawing or maybe writing a story or whatever that your, your outlet might be. But other times I think it's a sense of accountability that comes with being part of um, an online community like kicking the creatives and it's shown us over time that everyone benefits from having some kind of a creative outlet even those people that don't actually consider themselves to be creative at all 
Yeah, I mean, even if you're not creative, there are plenty of things that you could do to pass the time. And we're just going to go through a few of those before we go back onto the creative stuff. So you could learn a new language and there are sites like Duolingo that you can learn completely for free. Or I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I used to have one-to-one Skype lessons with a guy in France. Ever oh, told really? you that? Yeah, no, no. A, a really nice guy called Patrice. And um, yeah, we used to have, I think it was like an hour lessons I used to do once a week. And he'd just teach a really nice guy. And the first time you do it, you think, oh, I'm not so sure about this. But, teaching you know, what, by the way? French, teaching oh, French. Oh, French. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he was actually, based, well, originally he was based in Paris and he moved to Nice. So yeah. we used to have a Skype with him. Yeah. Just, just learning French, which was really good and quite and quite funny, actually. It's quite a laugh because I wasn't very good. But, yeah, so you, that sort of thing you can do. And there's lots of other things, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about the non-creative courses, but, I mean, there are so many um, courses you can enroll into, like online. Um, and there are loads of things you can learn on places like Skillshare, Udemy, Sketchbook School. I mean, they're not particularly costly at all, and a lot of them are offering discounts at the moment. And if you're into craft, there's also, also Creative Bug and Blueprint, which you you were the one that told me about those two, Tara. Yeah, they're art, but they've also got crafty stuff as well. And, and at the moment, if you look on our blog post, Creative Bug are actually giving away, well, not giving away, I don't know what you call it. They're, they're having 50 free classes uh, made available all because of this. Yeah. Uh, and the link you'll find on that blog post again. And of course, you know, money could be an issue. Of course it can. But, you know, one good tip um, is to Google discount code um, and then the company name. And if that doesn't get results, then rather than signing up straight away, just sign up for their newsletter or something like that, or even put one of the courses into your basket and then leave it a few days. And then quite often what happens is they start sending you emails saying, oh, we've noticed you've got a course in your basket. We're offering you today 25% off or something like that. You're quite off. That will happen quite often. Yeah, and they'll also follow you around on social media, you know, <laughs> without the cookies. So I'll you'll suddenly see you. on Facebook, you'll suddenly <laughs> see, oh, you were, you know, here's this course that you were looking at, you know, yeah. it's now so-and-so off. Mm. So ne- never buy it straight away. And I've learned this so often, don't yeah. buy things straight away. Yeah. Um, but there are also loads of free resources anyway. And obviously everybody knows that YouTube's got some fast, fantastic stuff. Um, and again, on the blog post, you've listed a few of the things that we recommend. Um, and actually, the paid sites or sites you would think would be paid, like Udemy and Skillshare, have quite a lot of free resources as well, free courses. There's a real mixture. And usually what you have to do is either just search Skillshare free or Udemy free, and then it will take you to it. Or you can filter it when you get onto their platform. Uh, and there's also other free places like edX, which is EDX. And that will do both creative and non-creative courses. And also, instead of just learning yourself, why not share your own creative knowledge? You could get together online with a small group of friends or even just one and then teach each other something. I know my friend Lisa, who I've talked about before, she started doing, before this all happened, she was doing a creative group. She lives on a canal boat and they've got a little community center and she was doing She'd go in and she was learning herself how to do something on YouTube and then teaching it to these people that would go. But you could do something very similar online, you know, just learn how to do something and teach it to, to your friends. 
And I think that'd be quite a fun way of doing things as well, because you could take it in turns to do it each week. Yeah, and we'll go into how you can kind of get together online a bit later on because yeah. there'll be people sort of scratching their head thinking, how? How do I do that? But we will go into that. But another thing you could do, and we mentioned earlier, didn't we, how many times we've heard that that phrase, I've always wanted to write a book and yet nobody ever gets around to writing a book. Um, and, you know, this might not just be the perfect opportunity to write your first draft, but it could actually be your only opportunity. So rather than sitting at home, you know, tearing your hair out in front of the news, get away from the TV and get out of your head, start writing that book. And, you know, I think the hardest thing is finding where to start, where do I start? But once you do start, you'll get so absorbed that this time will really fly by. Yeah, and, and, you, you could yeah, just set yourself so many words a day, couldn't you? Yeah, like like they do in NaNoWriMo, which is um, National November Writing uh, Month, <laughs> something like that. But um, you know, it's isn't it? Is it three thousand words a day or something? Or is it? I can't remember what the. I can't remember it is now, but um, it's actually yeah. You you set yourself a, ch- a challenge of uh, so many words a day, and you know, if you're wondering how to start, well, just start from the beginning you know or actually better still start from the end decide what the ending's going to be and then work your way towards it you've got to start somewhere or even if it's just writing down ideas you know just just do something like that and if a book sounds like a huge undertaking why not start with just with a short story you know you could write that probably in a day or a week or maybe just do poetry as a warm-up And if you haven't yet done any online challenges, here's a great opportunity to do that. I mean, you could do that with the book, like we were talking about before. You could either find an existing online challenge or set yourself one. I mean, we have four challenges every month. So, for example, in April, we've got Abstract April, where you create a piece of abstract art. We've got a continuous line drawing challenge, which is called Quick Kick April. And we've got April Lyrics, which is a challenge to write a poem or lyrics. Um, and then in May, we've got, and this was really popular, wasn't it? Blooming Marvellous May. Yeah. I sound like, I feel like a cockney when I say I'm blooming. So that's to draw a, a flower every day. And then we've got Quick Kick May, which is a non-dominant hand drawing. And that's a fun one because that one, even if you don't think you're great at drawing, that one you can't expect to be great if you're using non-dominant hand. So that takes all pressure off. And then we've also got Miniature May, which might be good at this time, because if nobody's got any art supplies left, you can draw on a really, really small piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Just quickly, to go into some people, there'll be some people saying, what's the point in drawing with your left hand? There there are always um, reasons, good reasons for these challenges. So um, apparently if you draw with your dominant hand, it actually um, activates your your creative side of your brain non-dominant you said dominant sorry i meant your non-dominant so if you're right-handed and you draw with your left hand then it would um it would activate the right side of your brain which is of course your creative side so yeah it's supposed to exercise that side of your brain so there's there's definitely a point to, to all of the challenges um there's also a big external challenge isn't there in april which is the 100 day project and that's a really big kind of worldwide project comes from a woman called l luna and if you look her up on instagram you'll find out about it um and in that project it's really good because it caters for any type of creative or even non-creative because 
you set your own challenge for 100 days. So that could be anything. That could be, I'm going to go to do the dark garden every day for 100 days, couldn't it? it could be yeah. Whatever you like. And you, you, you state what you're going to do, but there's a real community built around that. Um, and if you've got some outside space where you live or you're still allowed to go out for a walk, you could do abstract photography every day. You could draw or photograph nature in your garden if you can't go out. Or you could even do abstract photos around your house if you're actually confined to your house you've got now outside space you know try and make things with elements around you so what could you grab and make a face um we did a little thing didn't we where you stuffed your face with a load of sweets and stuff and then you used <laughs> lolly sticks to make little <laughs> characters didn't we yeah yeah, yeah. you'll have to you look, look, check out our arctic sunday videos for that one i can't remember what that one was called but no but it was basically using a lolly stick and i made a little yeah. pig with, with that yeah that's lolly yeah sticks. that was that was great. Actually, um, what you could do as well is when you could um, photograph yourself doing all these little activities, do a daily photograph of, of yourself doing it and then post it on social media to give people, you know, other people ideas. What you know, I thought you were going to say you could photograph yourself naked. I thought, I thought that was coming. <laughs> Why would you think I, I would don't say know. that? <laughs> I, I don't know how your mind works. <laughs> Anyway, you can also um, start your own challenge, do something you've always wanted to do. We've kind of touched on this already, but state what you're going to do. So don't just think, oh, I might do this. Stay online. I'm now doing a challenge to paint animals for 30 days or to knit or sew or whatever it is. Because if you post that, even though it's really silly and nobody else is really too worried about it, it will make you feel like you're more accountable to do it. Yeah. I just pity the people that their creative outlet is cooking or baking because you can't get eggs to save your life at the moment. <laughs> oh, I got some. I got some. Oh, did you? Actually, funny enough, yeah, the, the one place we did find managed to find someone was a vegetable shop of, of all the green grocers of all places. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's much harder, isn't it, if you, if you like cooking at the moment. I'll tell you yeah. what you could do, though. You could, um, if you are into baking or cooking, you could make your own wacky recipes um up couldn't you out of all the stuff you can find in the shops that just yeah. do not go together at all <laughs> some oh, of the I dinners mean, we've had recently is like really <laughs> I, know, I remember making up and this was, wasn't because there's was any shortage it was just because what i had in the house at the time yeah and i can't remember it was I didn't have quite the ingredients to make a shepherd's pie and didn't quite have the ingredients to make a lasagna. So I think I called it champagne. It was very, <laughs> it was very odd. It tasted quite weird. Oh, do you know, luckily though, for the Marmite lovers, only half the nation loves Marmite. So there's going to be half the, the Marmite left, but there will be enough. <laughs> and I love Marmite. I, I just can't get any bread to put it on, but oh, never mind. I do love a bit of Marmite. <laughs> oh dear. So another, have you finished? Have you finished? <laughs> yes, thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> so another idea is to create an art journal. And you might be thinking, well, what on earth can I write in my journal other than today I sat in the, the kitchen? Oh, and I visited the toilet twice, blah, blah, blah. But there wasn't any toilet roll. And there was no toilet roll. <laughs> so instead of writing about what you're actually doing, what you could be is a bit imaginative and write or illustrate a, like a fake diary of all the things that you might otherwise be doing or you wish you were doing, you know. So maybe you 
you know, today you climbed Mount Everest or whatever. But it's a really good way of getting out of your own head and even kind of injecting some real humor into it. You know, in a way, I suppose that's just what I've been doing, isn't it, with Felicity Fears. You know, her her antics are basically light relief, not just for me, but also, I hope, for the people who are following her. Yeah, you could actually make your own little character, couldn't you? It's your, um, what's it called when you have a sort of someone who's kind of you? But it represents uh, you me. keep saying she's me, don't you? <laughs> you, you. Do you know? I don't, about, I don't know about the floppy boobs. But... No, oh <laughs> let's not go there. No. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I know what you. I know what you mean. I suppose um, I do relate to her in some yeah. ways, maybe as a younger person, uh, you know, yeah. I was once. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean. Although she's not doing things I wish I was doing, as in like she's she's isolated <laughs> like the rest of us, and she's having lots of fun with it. I mean, the other day she was doing naked housework. Yeah. She did some naked baking. <laughs> it's all done in the best possible taste, by the way. You don't actually see her naked, but you kind of do. But yeah. it's just a bit fu- a bit of fun. But yeah, I mean that's a good way. Or you could write um like yeah, say just if you're not somebody who likes to draw, write and just. Be- write the stuff that um you did today but of course it's going to be fictional so have fun with it be someone you you really aren't it's a chance to actually do the things maybe commit a crime or something that you'd never do that you'd never do that but how fun to make yourself a bad guy in yeah. a, you know in written form that could be quite fun toilet roll theft yes, like. the yes. Order. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah but maybe you could also experiment a bit more with your art so if you've feel like you've become a little bit complacent or you've got used to just working in a certain way maybe you start a separate experimental sketchbook and it's a place where you're going to try all new things without worrying about the outcome you could you know try using different mediums scraps of paper anything you find around the house you know drawing other post-it notes or collating things from old magazines if you haven't run out yet Um, use up old packaging you know we're all going to have well, hopefully, packaging from any food we manage to get. Um, <laughs> so, so draw over it. You might also have fancied starting a bog. Blah, blog. You might fancy starting a blog or building a website. Um, well, that's something you've now got time to actually focus on. And again, there's tons and tons of free resources to do that. If you just simply Google, you know, build a blog or start a blog, mm. you'll find tons. And there's WordPress which I really like, is a great way to get started with creating a, a, a blog. Um, but you you find that a bit tricky, don't you? So you now, yeah, you see, I was going to say to you, this is where I would t- completely disagree because I think it's because you're quite techy, aren't you? So you kind of understand the technical stuff more than most. Um, so as somebody who's not so techy, or maybe I am more now, but I wasn't when I started blogging years ago, um, something like Blogspot might be a better way to go because it's very easy. I mean, it's foolproof, really. But I understand, obviously, WordPress, you can do an awful lot more with a WordPress blog than you can on a standard Blogspot blog. But Well, there is also a free version of WordPress that you don't have yeah. to install or anything. It, yeah. I think it's WordPress.com, and yeah. that's completely free. So that is less techy because it's yeah. almost like Blogspot, I guess. Yeah. Blogspot's free as well, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you like Weebly, don't you? That's what you Well, use. no, to, to be honest, it, the only reason I got a blog through, I switched my blog from Blogspot, which I had for years. I, I switched it to Weebly simply because my website is Weebly. So it's a Weebly website and 
Weebly website sites give you the option to have a blog alongside it, which right. is linked to the, the website. Yeah. So basically on my website, you've got my website and then you've got a tab at the top that says blog, which takes you to the blog side of things. So that's why I did it that way. And it is very, very easy, but obviously that does cost money. So, yeah, I mean, it's a perfect time now. Like if you've thought about setting up your site to share your art or your poetry or anything like that, that is a perfect time to do it. And I've actually saw a couple of people, and I'm thinking about this myself, I did start doing this, is why not now prepare, you know, that artwork you've been thinking, oh, Matt, what if I could sell prints of this? Now is a time to get them all scanned or photographed. You know, you can do most people have got a decent high-res phone or something you can scan them in just find some online free software like gimp so you can retouch them a bit and you know adjust them uh, and then make get them uploaded to sites like etsy redbubble fine art america all these all ready to sell when things get moving again yeah i mean obviously not many people are buying now that's understandably but that this is not going to be something that's still going to be going on in a year is it oh let's hope not goodness me but you know this they're looking at a vaccine aren't they in 18 months so you know this is going to end um and obviously we want to be all prepared for that um and you know like you say get ready to sell tons of art and and i mean that's tedious that's a tedious job as well, isn't it? Because I always put things like that because oh, I don't want to scan all this stuff in. Oh, it is a tedious, yeah. Yeah, but now's the time because we've got but plenty of building, time Building a website is fun because, you know, you get to choose all the colours and the font and I love all that side of things. Um, I don't like that, to be honest. I love it. I absolutely love that. Mm. So it's kind of like that's creative in itself for some people that actually enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah. But I'll tell you what else is. Um, uh, have you finished? Asking <laughs> <laughs> me this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this could be the perfect time to bring back the handwritten letter. And you know, one of the hardest things for us all right now is just not being allowed to be around our families, not being able to see them. And I think we generally take that interaction for granted don't we but once it's been taken away we suddenly realize how important that interaction really is and we miss it um and the problem with a telephone call at the moment is that generally the conversations will go directly to the situation we're in now and that can be quite draining um even though nobody means to be that way but it is hard isn't it to find things to talk about at the moment when you haven't been anywhere or seen anyone But when we're writing, you know, we can be a lot more mindful of what we're saying and you'll find all sorts of things you can write about. They'll just sort of come naturally. And I just love, love, love receiving handwritten letters, but they are just so rare now. Um, And it's, you know, it's almost all emails or printouts. So imagine getting a letter through the post that's been handwritten. What a treasure. I mean, this is a great time to pick up that pen. And, you know, I've been going through our loft recently um, since Charlie, our youngest son, moved out, we've kind of taken that opportunity to fill up, fill his bedroom with all the loft stuff, board out the loft, and then slowly put things back up there. And I've got a box. Um, I don't know if you, you know, you know, those kind of baby boxes you get that you put nappies in and, hand, you know, cream and all that kind of stuff. Well, I've got one of those boxes and it's absolutely full of every letter I've ever received from friends, from family, postcards, that kind of thing, thank you letters. I've always kept them and I noticed that really from sort of the early 90s they never came anymore apart from 
funny enough, apart from the creative people I know, like my uncle Danny, he was an artist. He used to write to me and he used to write in this calligraphy pen. And it was just, and it was so funny because he used to drink red wine and he'd, he'd start his glass of wine when he began the letter. And then slowly through the letter, his handwriting would get more and more erratic. It's quite funny, really. You could kind of judge how much he'd had to drink as you were reading it. <laughs> but it's one of those things that's um, forgotten now. People don't do that anymore. And this could be just the thing to help pick someone up you know somebody who would never normally get um a letter and I used to write back to my uncle Danny and I actually bought myself some of that red wax you know that red wax you kind of stick yeah and and um with a little stamp on the back to make it all old-fashioned and I loved doing that so yeah that's an idea and it's very creative as well yeah, and if you're thinking, well, what about getting post for the practical side of things? Uh, I I know in the UK we can actually download postage. You can print it out yourself. So if you've got a, a printer at home, you haven't got to go to a shop and get stamps or anything. Do special for that. You can just download it, take it straight to a post box. Haven't got to see anybody. Exactly. Which is really yeah. useful. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. other countries are the same as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. We did something similar actually in our group, which is a handmade postcard swap. So if you're not really a big writer, maybe this could be your thing. Just get a piece of cardboard or actually if you've got postcards at home, some blank ones, use that and create a piece of art on it and then send it to somebody. And you could do it as a swap. So what we do is we pair people up. So people from all over the world get paired up and they send each other a piece of art. But you could literally just send a piece of art to someone you know just to kind of brighten their day. Um, another thing, now this is Sandra's crazy idea because just <laughs> this thing about Christmas. <laughs> I, uh, it's to make your Christmas cards or Christmas decorations now. I can't think of anything worse myself. Or gift tags, gift tags. Don't forget the gift tags. tags. (laughs) Yes, but in December, you'll be happy. You'll be thinking, wow, I'm so organised. Yes. Yes. I'll I'll leave that to other Christmassy. Well, what about birthdays? And you could do it for birthdays. All the birthdays you have coming up for this year or Father's Days or... Um, I was going to say Mother's Day, but that's just that's just gone, hasn't it? Not in the US, I don't think. I don't think. Oh no, that's. I think that's a bit later, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, I mean, there might be a shortage of toilet roll, but I haven't had any word on a shortage of craft materials apart from sketchbooks. But that's all your fault, isn't it? Tom? Yeah, that is mine. I've been hoarding, stocking up, yeah. thinking that there was going to be a national shortage of <laughs> yeah. sketchbooks. <laughs> I was doing that handy, bit- because if I run out, I'll just, I know where to come. I'll just say, right, Tara, I need one of your sketchbooks, please. <laughs> Although to be fair, I was hoarding even before yeah. any any notice of the coronavirus yeah <laughs> yeah but another idea that you might not have thought about is to get creative in the house so this is a bit different thinking outside of the box you know you might get a bit fed up with sitting in the same room day in day out but maybe you could try changing your furniture around which you might think really but honestly you know something (laughs) so simple and yet you could feel like you're in a different room once you've swapped everyone you know everyone all the furniture around you can think oh what if I put the sofa that end of the room and the tv that end and just have a play and if you've got kids I know that years ago when I was living with my parents and my sister um every now and then me and my sister would decide let's swap bedrooms which is quite funny really because one of us had a really small kind of like a box room and the other one had a much bigger room but it wasn't about 
who had what size room. It was just about the fact it was somewhere different. It was like, oh, wow, you know, I've got a new bedroom. So that's another idea to get your kids to just say, look, if you're bored, swap bedrooms. <laughs> Have You know, give yourself a new room, that kind of thing. So that, that is another idea. Do you know what would be cool, actually, thinking what? about it? An yeah. adult den. And ah, uh, a fort. Yes. yes. You but couldn't you make that as an adult? Oh, haven't done that as an adult, have we? No. That I would can't be quite imagine cool. many people thinking <laughs> that is not the most stupid thing they've ever heard on a podcast, but this is you we're talking about. So <laughs> I think it's a cool idea. Yeah. Maybe when we make tomorrow's video on your art um, <laughs> challenge, we could you could do it in your fort. <laughs> <laughs> or or make one out of all of your sketchbooks. Okay. I see. What, oh, I, I'm just, yeah, just looking around the room. How I could make that? I'll see what I can rustle up. Yes. When you look out the okay. room, around the room, though, you've got to also take the microphone with you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, this was your idea, Tara. You said that maybe you could even spruce up or upcycle some old bits of furniture that you don't like anymore. All of those things can make such a difference, and that's absolutely right. I think that was a better idea than moving your furniture around. Do you? Oh, I, yes. think, my, I think mine was a better idea. Right. <laughs> but any, the worst thing about being in isolation has got to be the lack of contact with people you love. For those of us not in isolation, obviously we are now. I think when we wrote this, we weren't, were we? Um, try calling them, you know, on Skype or FaceTime. And I know on if you go on to Facebook Messenger, I think you can quite easily get, I think you can get a lot of people actually talking at once on video call, but you can definitely get six on video call quite easily. And I know the same with Skype. So there's no reason that you can't get together with more than one member of your family at the same time. And now when Kevin's dad was alive in Canada, we used to go onto Skype, talk to him and his stepmom. And we'd also play cards online at the same time. So we'd go and find an online card game, you know, playing thing and then have them talking on video as well. And what's great about something like that is, you know how awkward it can be sometimes, even though you know this person really well. At the moment, like you say, we've got nothing to talk about but all this you know, crap that's going on. I'm allowed to say yeah. crap, aren't I? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it is crap, isn't it? Let's yeah. Take it. So... At least then you can, you're doing something at the same time, which makes it fun. It's something to talk about and it's not just focused on negative stuff. So have a look for games you could play or anything like that. Um, you could also set up, and I was talking to my mum about this. I don't know if we're going to do this or not. I usually go around on a Saturday and uh, we just pop out to the shops or something. Nowhere very far. And then I'll go back and I'll have lunch with mum and dad and my brother. So I did say, what about a lunch date this Saturday? And me and Kevin will get some lunch, you know, sit with a video camera. They can have some lunch and we'll see what it's like to do it virtually. But you could also do it with wine if you've got any left. Um, and we, we were also <laughs> trying to think of ways how we could do a kind of sketching trip because we had to cancel ours, like we said before. So we could set up maybe a video and draw. So perhaps I could let you see my garden. and we could both draw my garden or you could do the same do around and a member of our group Gabriella Pop she had this fantastic idea I thought her and some of her friends have been doing an online portrait drawing sort of thing the six of them and she said Skype is best to do this 
And what they do is six of them go on and then they take it in turns to post pose for each other. And they are fully clothed, apparently. <laughs> um, so... She well, you says, could make it more interesting and get your kit yeah. off, I suppose. Yeah. Which <laughs> she said that Skype... Just see how to... bored we all get and then let everyone be naked. <laughs> she said with Skype, you can elongate a picture, which is much better for drawing. So what they've done is like, they'll maybe do five-minute poses or 10-minute poses. And she showed some of the sketches. I can't remember if she saw had them on Instagram, but it was really interesting because they usually do a live drawing class. But obviously, yeah. they can't go to that. So it's kind of one way of doing that. And there's also... As a local urban sketchers group, I saw the other day that they'd done a sketch and call at the same time. I think they did that through Google Hangouts. And I might go on to that on Tuesday, actually. I've signed up for that to just see what they're doing. Um, You could also try a virtual online urban sketching sort of thing. Now, I'm not quite sure how me and Sandra might test this out. But basically, if you go on to Google Street Maps, have you done Google Street Maps before, Sandra? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. So you know you can walk down somebody else's street yeah. anywhere in the world. Yeah. So you could pick somewhere that you've always wanted to visit or some place that you really love. Go for a quick wander down the street, find a building that you like to look off, uh, and then try drawing it. And what you can do in things like Skype is you can share your screen. So either, say, me and Sandra could find exactly the same place and sit there and draw it while we're on Skype, or I could find a place I like, share my screen with you, and then we both sit and draw it and we have to draw buildings. And we can still see each other, can't we? Yeah, and we can chat. I contact, yeah. I think it's been a... It was funny what you say about that Google Street, street Maps. And the, the reason I used it is a while back, do you remember I said when I do this, um, as I'm doing this Kick 365 challenge, I want to do some buildings because I don't like drawing buildings, but I probably need to to do more of them. Yeah. Um, and funny enough, down a little way from here, there's a little lane and there's a house that's absolutely beautiful, but it, there is absolutely nowhere safe to stop to draw it so actually one of the buildings I drew I went on Google Street Maps I know the name of the road I walked down the road on Google Street Maps got into the best position to be able to see the house and then drew it oh I didn't know you'd done that yeah yeah I did yeah cool yeah I mean the only thing is I guess the perspective is a little bit off but who's worried about that who's worried about a bit of perspective absolutely no yeah you just have to you have to try and just get the best you can but yeah it's always going to be a bit screw with isn't it yeah um no I I, and it turned out really turned out all right actually and the good thing is you can blame the perspective the bad perspective on google street maps yeah you can absolutely (laughs) you know like you said the great thing about the internet is you don't have to be alone anymore there are so many other people in the same situation and countless ways to be in touch with the world without putting yourself or anyone else obviously at risk um the other night actually it's funny you said about skype um it actually it wasn't was it skype no it wasn't skype we used it was whatsapp whatsapp um do video calls so if you haven't got whatsapp you download whatsapp and it means that whenever you're in an internet um area you can talk for free but you can also make a video call and um we had a four-way video call on whatsapp with some family um and we were both we were all four basically all on the same screen and i think what happens is one of you make you all decide on a time basically where you're going to go on to this video chat and then one person makes a video call and then invites the others to join the conversation yeah and it worked really, really well. And we, you know, we, we decided that actually we're going to do it again, but next time we're going to play charades or something like that, you know. That's a good we'll idea. Together. The only thing we did have to do, though, is because Paul and I, were, we were obviously in the same room. 
yeah one of us had to uh cut off and then we just use one phone because we were echoing but apart from that it worked really really well why don't you just use your ipad big ipad and yeah that's what we'll that's what we'll do next time do you know what as well this this could be the first time you actually say you have a (laughs) three-way but it it would just be a a three-way skype nothing nothing rude Oh my god, trust you. Well, you said four way, so <laughs> that's where my head that goes, I have it? no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing you could do is you could visit a virtual online gallery or museum together. Um on Skype and other kind of similar pa- platforms, you can actually share your screen as Tara was saying earlier. And we tested this out the other day. Um very quickly didn't we Tara yeah we did but yeah. you, you need to explain how it's done because I don't really know how we did it but we did <laughs> okay so there are at the moment there are quite a lot of virtual online galleries and I think they're through Google but basically if you go on to that list that blog post we were talking about earlier with all this list of things to do there are mentions of virtual galleries yeah. and some and so what you do is one one of the people it's probably best if you do it on a computer because you've got more space then so you'll go on to the virtual gallery and just like google street maps you can start walking through it so then what you do is share your screen so sandra can then say see my screen and we're walking through this gallery and then i can say to her oh what do you think to this piece of art and then we do very intellectual conversation about all the aesthetics and the juxtaposition and all that stuff, don't we? And then you could say, actually, Sandra, that's just the fire um, fire hydrant. Fire hydrant, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's not an installation. No. <laughs> but there's a couple of websites, isn't there? Nationalgallery.org.uk visit slash, oh, do I really? Forward slash visiting, forward slash virtual, virtual tour. tour. Just, go, just go check the blog post. It's much easier. Oh, yeah. Go to the blog post. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But I'll tell you what, just on that note, mm-hmm. we've been talking a lot about, you know, Skyping, FaceTiming, all this sort of stuff. Obviously, there are going to be some people out there who presumably won't be listening to this podcast because they haven't really got internet. They don't know how to use it. You know, they don't have iPhones. They don't have that luxury. So if you know someone like that, then obviously it goes without saying we kind of always need to make the extra effort to call them, you know, write them letters. And if there is any way of getting them um, to be able to use some kind of FaceTime thing, then if you are allowed to show them, then do at the moment, I think. I was thinking you were saying these poor people desperately need to hear the podcast, so play it down the phone to them. Oh, yes. And I think that's a perfect idea. Yeah, play play the podcast down yeah. the phone. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just, just one more thing on those galleries. Um, one place to go where you'll find loads of art, just in case you don't know about it, is, is Google Art and Culture. Now, if you just Google that, there's a whole site for art and it's got all different galleries it shows you installations at all those different places so definitely something that's worth checking out um another thing i think is collaboration there's no reason that just because we can't actually physically get together that we can't collaborate and there is a site and i i've got to be honest i don't know that much about this site but somebody told me about it a little while ago it's called hitrecord.org and it's a creative collaborative platform and it was, hit record. What did I say? Hit record. 
I've been like a record <laughs> yeah, player. Yeah, you're right. Hit record. <laughs> Tell them old, can't you? Um, and it, it was There'd started... people out there going, what's a record? <laughs> yeah. It, it was started by uh, the guy who was the boy in Third Rock from the Sun. He's oh, now a man, obviously. that program years yeah. ago. And I can't remember his name, but he started this collaborative program, um, platform. And you go on there and there'll be... You can either start a project or look at other projects. So people might be looking for someone to collaborate with on a story. So they might want someone to do illustration or they might someone want someone to do some video editing or, you know, all different things like this. So if you fancy trying your hand at collaborating with some new people, you know, making some new friends, definitely worth checking out. And you could start your own collaboration with someone. So you could try maybe writing a short story with a friend or you could make a short film maybe where you both film separately and then one of you edits, you know, together like like we do sometimes with our Art Kick Sunday videos. I mean, obviously, I know that that's a bit more technical, but writing a story together, that's just a, a matter of sharing a document online that you're both able to edit. I mean, how we did ours, we, we both decided we'd do, was it 250 words? Yeah, I think, did, uh, yeah I think so. Yeah, one of us did 250 words and you had to end at literally the 250th word even if that word was it or and or whatever and then the other one had to then add 250 words to the story and it's really fun because you might have an idea of where the story is going and then the other person suddenly throws a spanner in the works you're like oh my god how did we get here and it's and it's um I think in the end you're both trying to get somewhere but it's it's just it goes on a much more interesting route to get there and we found it really great and we we weren't together at all we just shared a document and um we ended up with an entire book which we we are you know obviously hoping to publish and you could of course get the whole family involved if you wanted to have a lot of fun and maybe not worry about publishing or anything like that just have some fun is you could share a document with various members of your family um and you could do exactly that. You could decide, okay, we're going to take it in turns, decide who's going first and then who goes next and so on. And then you could get everybody to, you know, add 250 words. And then you'll end up with an absolutely bonkers story. Yeah, I was just going to say, you, you're talking about sharing documents. And I just wanted to explain in case people weren't sure what that was. Um there are lots of different ways to do this. So, so, so one of the easiest ways is if you've all got the same program like Word or something like that, you can obviously just email each other the document if you wanted. Although sometimes then that gets too long to email. Yeah. I mean, what I think is that the way we did it is we use Google Docs, um, mm. which is completely free. If you just search for Google Docs, which is D-O-C-S, um, and it's, but Google Docs is very similar to Word. So if you know how to use Word, you'll know how to use Google Docs. And all you do is the first person writes, and then you hit, there's a little button on the side, and you can share it. So I'll then share it. Sandra gets a notification on her email, and then she can go onto that same document and add her stuff. And the good thing about that is there is only ever one document. So you're always editing the right thing. And that's a quite an easy way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't got anyone to collaborate with or you don't know on anyone who would want to do that sort of thing, then join a creative Facebook group and ask if anyone will be interested. I, I know people I definitely would be interested in our group, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> or if you want to do something a little less taxing, if you search online drawing game, you can find games like Pictionary that you play with friends online. 
Um, and how we were saying before, how you set up a, a video call at the same time, you, you know, do that. So set up a video call and at the same time you're playing Pictionary, just, just a bit mm. of fun. And it's funny uh, because I was, I suggested to um, Jean and Jeremy who we were on the phone with and I said, yeah. oh, next time we'll play charades. So we can actually do that, you know, in front of the camera. You can yeah. do the thing. But then I suggested there's this other game we we often get together over Christmas. We play and you know where you stick a post-it note on your head oh, yes. saying who you are and yeah. everyone's got to guess who you are. I was yeah. like, oh, we could do that. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Well, well yeah. it's not really because you can see each other. Of course and you can. You can see yourself. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I forgot about that. Yeah, you were as slow on the uptake to that as I was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't, don't play that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot about that. But um, again, again, on that blog post, they, that's got a couple of um, sites where you can play these drawing type of games. Um, another thing is limit your time to the news. I know I made the mistake the other day, I think it was the other weekend, of sitting there and watching loads of news and looking at social media and it just bombards you with it and it doesn't doesn't do you any good. You know, you know what you need to know and that, that's it. Try watching lighthearted things. Like my other half, Kevin, he just loves comedies. He'd watch some of the naff old comedies. I like I love Raymond. You must do you know that one? I know it. I don't watch that oh. one, but no. I love and- Modern Family and all that kind of stuff and I love lighthearted stuff. Yeah, he loves it, but oh god, he will drive me mad with the old ones sometimes as well. I was never a news watcher really, anyway. But particularly now, it's quite hard because I'm finding that it's everywhere. You can't avoid it. So on social, anyone in the group might have thought, "Oh, I'm sure they haven't noticed," but they might think, "Oh, Sandra's not on much at the moment." But I think it's just because I'm trying to limit my time on social media at the minute because it's just you just can't escape the negativity in our group it's very different obviously yeah um, and that's great um i mean I, but, would, I suggest that as well stick to if you know there are groups that you're in that it's very positive yeah stick, stick, to them. stick with them don't don't go out of it yeah i'm kind of like i've, I've made a decision only a, a couple of days ago actually that really i'm going to step right back from social media for a bit i'm just going to concentrate on instagram with felicity fears and in our facebook group obviously yeah. i'm going to i'm going to be, i'm not going to be going on my normal um you know my normal feed yeah and what we do now is we don't we still don't watch the news but what we do do is we just watch the update from the prime minister once in the evening and that is it just so we know what's happening we know what we've got to do and we know what's coming up but we don't then go on to watch the bbc news discuss what he said because there's no point he's he said what he said i don't need to know anything else and i think that's important for me anyway because it it can if you watch too much of that stuff then you just end up feeling so low and you need to sort of really balance that with a lot of fun stuff so watch some fun films you know just just try not to get too deep into that rabbit hole if you can. And better still, you know, listen to podcasts. When obviously as is the best. <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking. There are so many out there that, that talk about subjects that directly tailored to suit you, you know, instead of having the TV on in the background, which is always going to have stuff going on you don't want to hear. Listen to those podcasts. You know, it's a great way of, of having some company um, in the room. And, I, and we've had messages, haven't we, Tara, of pe- from people saying, you know, oh, I love listening to you when I'm doing my ironing or when I'm doing the school run or whatever. And it's great because, and it is, I listen to podcasts. Um, obviously, I don't listen to ours because I couldn't bear listening to us rabbits on it. Oh, I have to do that when I edit and it's a nightmare. But 
obviously I listen to other podcasts and it is like having company and you do almost feel like you know the person doing it so it's really lovely and you know there's so many that we could recommend but it really just depends on what you're into so presumably because you're listening to this I'm guessing that you are into art or writing so three particular ones I would recommend that I listen to is obviously Your Creative Push by Youngman Brown. Now he interviews a a different guest every week and um, I love his podcast. It's all about pushing you to pursue your creative passion and they always at the end he always asks his his guests to reach to the microphone and um, you know say something to you know that'll push the listeners to create so that's a good one I like that and um the creative pen and that is with a double n um and that is by Joanna Penn um we've actually interviewed her on our podcast haven't we actually we we had Youngman Brown on our podcast as well once Um, but but I love the creative pen it that one is all about sort of publishing and marketing your own book um but funny enough even if you don't write or publish or you're not an indie writer she is just someone who's very uplifting to listen oh, to. And, she is, yeah. yeah and, you, you know, you're not into writing, Tara, but you like listening to her as well. She's so fun. She really yeah, she, is. She's just like this, I don't know what, it's, it's just like full of positivity, isn't it? It's like, yeah, absolutely. And and she also recently started up another blog, um, which I podcast, know that she, yeah. uh, sorry, not a blog, yeah, podcast called Books and Travel. Um, and that, again, that's hosted by Joanna Penn, but she calls herself J.F. Penn in that one because that's her pen name. Um, and actually, that is amazing I love that one I because it's all about she talks about places that you know that she has been to and she knows very well she's she's traveled a lot um and like the myths of Venice the realities of Venice and, and it's amazing and there's all these other places that she's written about and she talks about and she interviews guests that are from these places and there's some really fascinating episodes and I'll often have those on in the background when I'm painting or drawing she has I think put that blog blog that podcast sorry on um, hiatus at the moment just while this thing is going on because obviously no one can travel so (laughs) she's kind of she's decided just until this is over she's just gonna stop that for a while but there are lots and lots of episodes already aired that you can listen back to so they're my recommendations have you got any Tara yeah I wrote a few because I wasn't sure we hadn't really worked out what we were going to say were we which ones we're going to say so I wrote a few so um one of my favorites at the moment is is the creative pep talk by Andy J. Pizza. And what I really like is I really like his just episodes when he's on his own, really. He does interview guests, but the ones I like is where he tells a really good story. So we will think of the most amazing analogy to, you know, a point of something. And then he'll just weave this story around a topic. And it's all about, you know, art creating art. He actually is an illustrator, an artist, and a great storyteller. So definitely one to listen to. And he's another one with a really positive voice, isn't he? Yeah, but you know, this is really awful to Very say. Very animated. But at first I thought, oh, that voice is a bit odd. But now <laughs> I really like it because it is really upbeat, like you say. Yeah. 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 And then there's Thumbnail. This is quite a new podcast with Lewis Rosignell, who's the artist that I really like his work. Mm-hmm. Uh, with him and Joe Rochert, I think their name is. But that's quite a, an interesting listen. Three-point perspective, if you're into illustration, that is with Jake Parker. Uh, Lee White. Forget. 
Lee White and Will Terry. They're all illustrators. If you haven't heard of Jake Parker, he started up Inktober. And that's a really good one. Uh, We've actually interviewed him as well, haven't we, on our podcast, Jake Parker. He was a great and and Will Terry as well, yeah. Yeah. And another one, I I have to be honest, I haven't listened to this, but I've heard great things about it and I'm connected to the um, host, is a podcast called stitchery stories and it for it's for textile art and embroidery and if you just go to stitcherystories.com you can check that one out and i also really like just searching for a topic that i want to know about so i'm not actually looking for a specific podcast I just search for a topic see what comes up um and another, just one other thing ted talks they're not podcasts, but if you haven't ever checked out a TED Talk, check those out. You get TED Talks with artists and musicians and thought leaders, but some of those can be quite uplifting. I am. Um, I was trying to find the other day because I haven't got Audible, um, and I know that Audible, uh, that, that kind of basically is a book that is read to you, isn't it? Which is really handy yeah. if you're sitting and drawing and whatever. And I, But I don't really want to spend out you know to a monthly fee to have audible and i thought you know i'd quite like to listen to like a screenplay or one of those plays that you get on like bbc radio 4 those kind of things because that's quite fun and i was trying to search i did find some actually on spotify um so they're fun to listen to but they're very short but i was thinking i did wonder if there's any podcasts which do like screenplays or and if anyone's got any um or knows of any please share because that's another idea that I know that I'd like to do, listen to like little plays. Yeah, I know there are sites where, you know, the classics, like, uh, I haven't got very good knowledge of classic classic literature, but you know the ones that are now all out of copyright, so Huckleberry yeah. Finn, Tom Sawyer, uh, probably Little Women, I'm guessing that's out. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you can, obviously those books now are all available free. If you search, I think it's Gutenberg Press, I'm not sure. Yeah. But also there are places, if you look for, search whatever book you want and audio version, there are some sites where just random people will read them out and so you can download these audio versions of all these classic books. Oh, really? That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Some of those must be quite hard to read because they're kind of written in really weird language, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah can you imagine English. how long as well really it would old take to read yeah, it? God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, that's what I quite liked about these little um, plays I got on Spotify. I'm just, while I'm on the, the uh, microphone to you, let me just see if I can find where okay. it was. Oh, I think, it, oh, here we go. Um, a drama of the week now some of them are really weird just really weird <laughs> and i was like i can't listen to this it's just i just don't understand it um and some of them are just really easy listening but there yeah. was one about a fly on the wall and all we could hear is this buzzing and this fly was talking in this really high voice and he was in a bathroom and i thought i can't it's, I, I hate the sound of flies <laughs> it just mm. it's it just bonkers but then there was another one um which kept going back and forward in time, which I wasn't really clear on. I just couldn't make head nor tail of it. But then a, few, a couple of the other ones, I thought, oh, that's really, yeah, that was good, actually. I quite enjoyed that. So, um, yeah, just another idea. There's another one, actually. Um, it's not sort of plays and stuff. It, it's called something like The Moth, M-O-T-H, you know. Yeah. Butterfly. And that is just where people go on and tell their personal stories. They've got interesting personal stories to tell. So that might be worth checking out. And all this thing is, is all these things are kind of ways of having, feeling like you've got company, um, you know, 
just when you haven't, when you haven't, <laughs> but you kind of have. and and obviously the best thing you could do is just listen to back to back episodes of um, the Kick in the Creatives podcast. <laughs> Yeah, like, like an hour of us. Or, oh my god! Can you imagine? Actually, we never managed to do an hour, do we? we? Always end up about an hour and twenty minutes. Can you imagine? Like I don't know how many episodes we've done now. It's about sixty or something, isn't it? I don't know. But yeah, it must be imagine, that. imagine sixty. Oh, even just sixty hours of listening to oh, us. Sixty hours of that. you. I couldn't couldn't face that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not very nice. Oh, my BFF. <laughs> <laughs> We we were going to, now is normally the time where we'd read out our previous question and we'd tell some of the answers, but we looked at our previous question and it was so inappropriate. No, I don't mean in a, in a, a bad way, but we'd asked a question like something like, what keeps you from making your art? And obviously at the time... It's the biggest thing that gets in the way of yeah. making your art, yeah. And obviously at the time we were thinking, well, people are going to be saying, you know, I've got, I'm too busy with work and going to visit family and friends. So we didn't bother asking it online in the end because we thought well <laughs> there's no point really is there so anyway we've scrap got a new question yeah, we've we'll got a new question <laughs> you've got a new question haven't you Sandra? i have and the question is what creative things will you be doing during isolation so what creative things will you be doing during isolation so what about you then oh gosh <laughs> Well, Felicity Fizz, obviously, because she's just um, really easy and something a bit fun and cheerful. So I'll be doing her. I am going to be um, looking at uh, what I'm going to be painting next. So I'm going to be focusing on that and obviously some more um, sketching of floss. Yeah. What about you? Well, I'm going to be making some more art. I'd like, really like to do some bit of sketchbook exploration when I finish this challenge mm. as well. Yeah. And I think we might try and set up some ske- uh, sketch and draw. That's not, that's not right, is it? Chat and sketch, online chat and sketch type things or portrait online thingies, mightn't we, in our group? Yeah, I think we're going to try and utilise some of the time we've got as as well into doing some more for kicking the creatives. So, yeah. Yes. So, as always, you can tweet us your answers at Kick Creators or let us know in the Facebook group, which if you haven't joined, I suggest you do. We'll also put the question up there and on the Facebook page and, of course, on Instagram, which is Kick in the Creatives. And don't forget to pop over to our website at kickinthecreatives.com to find out how you can take part in some of our upcoming creative challenges. And, of course, there you can also subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And... If you're enjoying the podcast, we'd be so grateful if you'd leave us a little review on iTunes or even just a star rating if you don't have much time. You've got to change that to five star because every time you say star, star rating. Yeah, five thank you. Star rating. I'm, yeah. I'm going to type that in now. Yeah. Five star rating. <laughs> and also don't forget to check out and subscribe to our weekly YouTube videos called Art Kick Sunday. Now, they were completely bonkers. So if you go and check the really old ones, they're completely nuts. And the newer ones, some are a little bit more sensible. So there's a real mix there. So they teach you something, but they're also fairly lighthearted as well. And don't forget, if you enjoy what we do and you'd like to help support us at Kick in the Creatives with the running costs, um, then you can by buying us a coffee. And the link on our website is is called Kofi, which is K-O-F-I. And that's where you can um, you can donate a little bit. So thank you so much again to everyone who has already done that. It really does help us to keep doing what we're doing. 
yeah thank you very much i think that's about it now isn't it for today it is it is yeah. my goodness how long was this one uh well we were talking a bit before though weren't we oh so, yeah you know yeah, what we're yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well everybody <laughs> yeah. stay safe stay in and have some fun if you can and we will catch up with you again soon yep see you then bye, bye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, perhaps you'd like to share it and leave a review for us on iTunes. Back soon. Right, okay, let's start. I was Normally we chat on for ages, but we've got a lot to talk about because neither of us have been anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I had this um, really, oh, I know we keep trying to start, but I have an idea for a complete skit about, um, but Kevin won't want to do it. I know he won't. Because I said to him, so should we get dressed up Friday night, you know, and have dinner done? He goes, yeah. So I might put a dress on, you know, he'll put a tie. He says, I'll put put my shorts, I'll put a nice pair of shorts on. (laughs) (laughs) He's always wearing shorts around the house, you see. No, he'll he'll put a tie and stuff on. And, oh, um, that's so but, funny! I mean, you could do a funny skit on that, like getting ready, and then goes then arguing about who has to drive, and you just sit in the car, and the one who's not driving has to make the noises of the car. I, I don't think Paul would. I would be able to get Paul to do no, that. I won't be able to get him to do it either. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got a whole skit in my head, and then what we need is, is Paul to c- come and move in with Kevin for a bit. You come and move in here. <laughs> Or the other way round, and then we can just have an absolute blast of making yeah. dumb videos. Well, I thought the dog. I'd try and find a little bow tie or something for the dog, and mm. so you'd go indoor, and, and I'd bend down to the dog, and you go, "Ooh, the waiter's rather over familiar," you know, all that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you get him licking your face or yeah. something, <laughs> or put a mask on your dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, how funny. Well, there are no end of things. Maybe you should suggest that in this podcast.